Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is. Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday. It's hump day. Are you happy? I'm happy. Even though the country kind of is a, is a disaster right now. We'll go over. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over something you haven't heard from. Something you haven't heard about today when it comes to the state of America. We're going to go over that here in a minute. But here's what else is on tap for tonight. Lawfare. Communists protecting their own. Communists attacking their political enemies. We have bribery, open bribery, by the President of the United States and his family, right out in the open. We have war declared on America's churches, a banking situation that's not good. We have real anti-communism in your emails, and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. But I'm going to begin today... 
with what I shouldn't begin with. And here's what I mean. The two big stories of the day are the Biden family business getting 20 million in bribes from foreign oligarchs and the FBI, the attack on America's churches is much deeper than most people initially thought. Of course, you knew I've been telling you about how widespread it was, but now we know that officially. Those are the two stories, and I'll get to those here in just a few minutes. But I saw this headline, and it filled me with rage, and then it just caused me to shake my head. And I'm just let's just go over this right now. The headline is, Migrant Raves About McCarran Park Shelter, Including Hot Food, Snacks, and a Pool. Now, before I get to a couple of the quotes from this article, I just want to clarify something because this is hard for even many on the very nice American right to accept. We have a country, the United States of America. It is a sovereign country. It's important having a sovereign country that we love, that we want to remain this way. It's important that we here in America do what every country in the history of the world has done and closely monitor and control who's allowed to come in and who must go out. That's like basic country stuff. If you were starting a country just out of nothing at any point in history, you would very quickly in the process as you were figuring out your country, figure out, okay, how do we protect our borders? How do we stop people from coming here? Because you understand that stopping people from coming here is really, 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 really important. This country has so lost its way that we just allow everybody to storm right over the border. And then, you know what? And while I'm happy about this policy, it's a great policy that we're shipping these people to sanctuary cities like New York City. You asked for it, you get it. Even that makes me angry. You know why it makes me angry? One, why aren't we shipping them back from where they came? Or better yet, turning them away right at the border. That's one. Two, why do I have to ask? You just came into my country illegally. I'll ship you to a remote island off Alaska if I feel like it. I own you. You don't belong here. You're a citizen who violated the, the, the sovereignty of my country. I'll ship you to the moon if you come across my border and you don't belong here. And consider yourself lucky if I give you an astronaut suit with oxygen in it. You don't have any right to be here. And I honor and respect the sovereignty of your country, whatever that is. I respect it. I don't come violate it. You violated mine. But instead of turning them away at the border... Instead of shipping them wherever the heck we feel like, if we are going to allow them in the house, instead we have to come to them hat in hand. Hey, hey, Mr. Illegal, uh, would you mind a little bus ride to New York City? Maybe we'll even put you on a plane. Hey, we'll fly you first class. It's the American tax. Is, is that okay, Mr. Illegal? I don't want to do anything that's not okay with you. I just want to make sure it's fine. Instead, we have to go like that to them. And then when we put them on a bus... And we ship them up to New York. Then I have to read things like this. This is from the article. Quote, this is from this dude from Venezuela. Shipped his whole family up here. Just the whole fam. Come on in, baby. Quote, they treat us very well. There's nothing they stop us from doing. 
And then this is from the article. While his wife and five-year-old daughter and 15-year-old son live out of a family migrant hotel in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, so you and I are putting these people up in a hotel. Anyway, I'll go back. Where he said he was kicked out of for an undisclosed reason. So we already got kicked out of the first daggone place. The asylum seeker, of course, that's what the New York Post calls him, has been enjoying taxpayer-funded amenities such as specially prepared Venezuelan cuisine and free Wi-Fi in international calls at the call center. We not only allow these people to unzip their pants and pull it out and pee all over the sovereignty of this country. We give them special cuisine that they love and free Wi-Fi when they get here. Oh, wait, there's more in the article. Oh, in the park's massive pool next door. Then this is a quote from this guy, Miguel. I brought my wife and children to the pool Sunday. There was no problem. We swam between 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. It's a very nice pool. You understand what this means for this country. Do you understand what it means for the United States of America that we lack the love of country, the appreciation for what we have? We are so lacking in basic patriotism in this nation that we are filling up this country with ungrateful illegal immigrants and giving them free Wi-Fi and special cuisine. And then we print articles in the New York Post about how great it is here, which only inspires the next gigantic caravan of third world hordes that are coming to our border who will be invited in by the Biden administration and shipped all over the place, including to a theater near you. Do you know they're going to fill up the schools? They're filling up the schools. And cities like New York are about to experience what cities in places like Arizona, Southern California, New Mexico, Texas have experienced forever. Hey, let me know how much you enjoy the new Spanish-speaking only wing. Let me know how you enjoy 40-person class sizes. Let me know how you enjoy the teacher taking no time with your kid because she has to go try to translate for Pablo the entire time. This is how it's been in America. This is a real problem real Americans have been facing forever. Granted, we finally get press coverage for it because it's happening in New York City, so at least I'm grateful for that. But how unprepared we are as a nation, how unserious are we that we, we, we treat these people like they're on vacation? They just come storm across the border like it's nothing. Like my country means nothing. Like your country means nothing. And what ticks me off is actually not the communists. Because I know they're destructive, murderous pieces of trash. And I know they only want to flood America with illegals because they believe it will break this country in two. It will overwhelm and flood our systems and help them in their goal to burn America to ash. It's not because they're nice and compassionate. That's why they want the border open. They want to burn America down. But that's not the part that ticks me off the most. The part that ticks me off the most is the lack of spine and testosterone and resolve in the low TGOP. And many people on the right, including people on the radio, including people on TV, including people in print. If I have to hear one more freaking Republican say to me, well, I'm kind of a squish when it comes to immigration, I'm going to vomit in a trash can. That means you don't love your country. 
Do you know all the issues we talk about? All of them. We'll get to the Biden stuff here in a minute. But everything. Democrat, Republican, taxes, spending, abortion. It, it doesn't regulation. It doesn't matter what it is. The military. You know the greatest gauge? The greatest gauge for how much you love your country? You ready for this little self-test? How strict are you on immigration? You know why? Because you are extremely strict about access to the things you truly love. If someone knocks on your door tonight and he wants to just come on in and hang with you and the fam, the chances that person is allowed in if you don't know them are virtually zero. Why is that? Because you love your home. You love your family. You can tell how much you love something by how accessible you want it to be. So don't ever say to me, I'm an immigration squish, because all I hear when you say that is, I don't give a crap about my country. I just want to look nice to all my liberal friends and talk about how nice I am to the illegals. Freaking free Wi-Fi. A pool. We got a special Venezuelan cuisine just so it's not uncomfortable. Good freaking grief. Sorry. I, I, I know I shouldn't have even talked about it. I knew I was going to get my blood pressure up. I should have just opened with the Biden stuff. I'm fine, Chris. I'm fine now. I'm fine. I should have just opened with the Biden stuff. I just hate when people take it. Treat this country like an open sore. Freaking disgusts me. All right. Get to the Biden stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know what? What? I am, Chris. I'm happy because I'm talking about pure talk. All right. I've moved on from these people, and I'm talking about Pure Talk. Pure Talk, you know, the patriotic mobile company. You have AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon. You're actually funding a company that hates your freaking guts. And they take your money, and they dump on your values every chance they get. Pure Talk, you not only have to send them a lot less money. They're, well, my bill got cut in half for a family of four. You're funding a company that loves this country. CEO is a veteran. Their customer service, they're all Americans who speak English. And to switch, here's what it takes. You don't need a new phone. You don't need a new phone number, although you can get those things. You have to pick up your phone and dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That's it. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. We'll be back. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Wednesday night. I got to remind you, I've got Julie Kelly coming up in about 10 minutes. So now, you know, I don't do many guests or calls or whatnot, but Julie, she's the one who's been covering the Trump legal problems in DC. And before that, she doesn't just care about Trump. She was covering all the January 6th political prisoners. And I've interviewed her 10,000 times. I really lean on her for great information about how evil this justice system is. So she's coming up about 10 minutes from now. Fill us in on the latest news on Trump and what his prospects are and what's happening and, and things like that. But speaking of the DOJ, I wanted to focus on this. There's been a ton of focus today on the Biden family business getting over 20 million in bribes. And I am going to address that. Maybe soon, maybe after Julie, I am going to address that. But that to me was not the most damaging thing that came out today. No, I realize it's bad. Okay, president is compromised. Clearly, he's compromised. Corrupt, bribed by foreign leaders. Think of all the things Joe Biden can't do or has to do as president because of the dirt these people have on him and his family. It's really bad, right? I know that's bad. I'm not dismissing it. 
But there's another story out there today that's so much worse. And that's so much more dangerous. Subpoenaed document reveals that the FBI Richmond field office coordinated with multiple field offices across the country to produce a memo targeting traditional Catholics as domestic terrorists. Ray, Christopher Ray, previously said the actions were limited to a single field office. Well, first of all, I don't want to toot my own horn. You know that's the last thing the Oracle would ever do is toot his own horn. But who was that guy on the radio as soon as that document came out? Because remember, it was a whistleblower who brought the document. From the Richmond field office, FBI whistleblower came forward and said, hey, um, they're going after Catholics. They're going to infiltrate the church. And the FBI immediately responded by saying, oh, come on, it was a one-off. That never even happened. That was a one-off. And then I said, wait a minute. One whistleblower found one document from one field office? If we know that then we know this is widespread and already going on. If there are 2,000 pieces of paper stacked up in front of you and someone comes and knocks them all over and they spread out all over the place and you manage to grab one piece of paper and it makes a reference to something like infiltrating Catholic churches, you have to reasonably assume there's more information on the other pieces of paper that you can't quite see. Don't ever buy the, oh, that was just the only document with that on there stuff. But that's not really what I'm talking about. We're thinking bigger. We're talking bigger as we always do. Communists go after the religion of the nation. They've always done it. The Orthodox Church in Russia, the communists went after it. Mao went after the Buddhist temples. In Spain, they went after the Catholics, the Catholic churches. Here in America, Catholics, Christians, whatever, however people qualify themselves. Believers in Jesus, Chris, although you Orthodox Jews are in trouble too. Any organized religion, it will be attacked by the communists. That is what communists do in every single country organized religion of the nation it not only tells people that there is a higher calling a higher purpose and when you get people thinking that you think to yourself well wait a minute there's something higher than the government and the communists can never allow that and not only does that equally as damaging for the communist purpose is what organized religion does to families organized religions so many of them, I won't say all, because there's a whole, all kinds of weirdo frequents out there, but organized religions encourage nuclear families, husbands, wives, children, families, giving people manners, giving people value systems. The communists cannot have people coming from stable families with values. Someone with stable family, with a stable family who has value has a very, very, very little chance of actually losing their mind and becoming an evil, demented, death-worshipping communist. Somebody from a broken family, somebody whose parents were just gone and didn't care, no value system at all, that's the ultimate recruit for the communist. The communist wants an entire country full of miserable single women who dyed their hair pink. That's what the communist wants. 
and not even the hot kind of pink, the gross kind of pink. That's what the communist wants. Because he wants that, he knows he must stop something. But what is it that he what is it he wants to stop and why? Well, remember we've been talking about the wiener factory, how we're in a wiener making contest and we're trying to make wieners, and instead the communists is buying factories like colleges. They just churn out new wieners. They've, they've got the institutions. We have institutions too. We have institutions that churn out people who vote against Democrats. Those institutions are our churches. They are. Not universal by any means. The church has all kinds of problems. Only half of them even vote. But overall, if you're a communist and you're looking at all of America's institutions and, okay, this one produces more Democrats and that one produces more Democrats. Wait a minute. What's with these daggone churches? The FBI is coming for your church. They may already be in your church. You think I'm crazy. I know you do, and that's fine. They're going to start sending SWAT teams after pastors. They will. For preaching against homosexuality, for preaching biblical things, the FBI is coming for your church. This is a huge deal, not a small deal. You can't wait for the GOP to fund the FBI next month. Now, speaking of structural things, institutions, abortion is an institution, sadly, in this country. And the institutions in America all support it. And all lie to women about it over and over and over again. From the education system to the entertainment industry to politicians. For years, decade after decade after decade, they've been telling women it's a clump of cells. Just kill it. Oh, you don't, you don't want to ruin your career. You don't want to ruin your life. Just a clump of cells. Kill it. Preborn, they're the institution we have to use to fight back. They're giving free ultrasounds to these women. Free ultrasound. And when women hear that heartbeat, they choose life. Your $28 is what buys that ultrasound. Go to preborn.com slash jesse and give your 28 bucks tonight. Preborn.com slash jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the foundation's homeless veteran program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Org. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a preborn network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Or go to preborn.com slash jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information it is the jesse kelly show and it is time to dig into it with julie kelly the great julie kelly who has been keeping us up to date i've been leaning on her hard for information about all the january 6 political prisoners julie's julie kelly didn't just show up to this 15 minutes ago she's been talking about covering the january 6 political prisoners for a few years now and Julie joins us now to go over all the latest and greatest when it comes to them and Trump. Julie, what happened today with Trump? And nothing good, I, I don't imagine. 
Oh boy, Jesse, it is like trying to, drinking out of a fire hose, as they say. Um, there's just no no break in the news to be had. So the big development uh, this afternoon is the disclosure of a search warrant on Donald Trump's Twitter account. Not just that they that Jack Smith wanted all of the contents of his Twitter account, including DMs, including deleted uh, tweets. Um, but also that they wanted to prevent the former president from knowing about this and keeping it under what's called a non-disclosure order, basically under seal. Well, Twitter got this and fought the non-disclosure aspect of it under First Amendment rights and said, you know, we want to communicate with our with our users to let them know, let him know this is happening. Um, so, of course, this search warrant was approved by none other than Beryl Howell, the Obama-appointed judge who is a rubber stamp for this DOJ, say the least, um, and forced Twitter not just to comply with the search warrant, but to go along with the non-disclosure agreement. And when they had about a 51-hour delay between the time that DOJ demanded they produce all of the records for Trump's Twitter um, account, the 51-hour lapse between that deadline and when they actually produced it, Beryl Howell handed down a $350,000 fine to Twitter for that brief delay, mm. claiming that it's a $40 billion business and uh, they can certainly afford it. So that's the latest development out of our corrupt Department of Justice and D.C. courthouse. Hang on, hang on a second, Julie. I, I actually want to focus on the last part here briefly. The judge, the supposed, you know, respectable judge, said he gave them a $350,000 fine because they can afford it. Do I have that right? You have that absolutely right. Apparently, she said this in her order and uh, in a hearing. And the appellate court judges, by the way, two Biden-appointed judges, one Obama judge on the appellate court, of course, upheld Obama judge Beryl Howell's ruling and said that she was perfectly in her rights, even though it was unusual um, a fine of that amount that, of course, Elon Musk and Twitter has a lot of money, so they certainly can afford to pay that sort of fine. Good. Okay. Uh, Julie... <laughs> this Jack Smith indictment in D.C. is obviously the one you've been talking about it for ages. It's not that it's going to it's going to go well for Trump in any of these between New York and Georgia. We'll get to that in a minute. But this D.C. one is really, really the big boy. Right. Do I still have that right? This is the one that that has the potential to land Trump in prison. It, it does, Jesse. And merely because of what we're just discussing right now, because uh, of the judges more importantly, who are involved. We not only have these Biden-Obama judges who are upholding this Twitter search warrant and preventing Donald Trump from knowing about it, but now we have Obama judge Tanya Chutkin, who has handed down some of the harshest sentence in just regular January 6th cases, also authored a landmark 2021 decision that pierced, uh, that prevented Donald Trump from claiming executive privilege, keeping his records from the House Democrats' January 6th committee, she forced him to turn over months of records to this committee. Um, so she's got her dirty fingerprints all over this corrupt, selective political prosecution. This is what Donald Trump is walking into. And not just only are the charges a danger, the obstruction charge uh, count alone is punishable by up to 20 years in prison. But this is going to be, if it ever gets to trial, 
held before D.C. jury made up of voters of a city that voted 93% for Joe Biden and would love the opportunity to finally get Donald Trump to be one of tw- to be the 12 people to finally put Donald Trump behind bars. Okay, again, we're speaking with Julie Kelly, great reporter, talking to her about all the mess, the illegal mess Trump's going through in the January 6ers. Okay, Julie, let's, let's talk about that if it goes to trial, you just said. Obviously, I, I don't want Trump to be convicted, but uh, if I'm facing down 20 years in a federal prison, I would probably be tempted, as many do, to plead out and try to get that reduced. Do we think that's an option do we think that's something the trump camp is considering considering what they're facing i don't think so because given the obstruction and then conspiracy to obstruct even if he pleaded guilty to one of those based on case on precedent in january 6 cases he could still be sentenced to three four five years in prison even if he takes a plea deal so there's no guarantee that accepting a plea on these four accounts will keep him out of jail now, that being said, Jesse, there's no way that the January 6th case goes to trial before the election. Even in the best circumstances, the average uh, charge to trial uh, schedule in January 6th cases is 14, 16 some months, sometimes up to two years. So here we are, what, 14 months away from Election Day. There's no chance he, Jack Smith can put this trial on before then, nor do I think he wants to. Because there is a political and professional risk to him. You know, Jack Smith doesn't exactly have a great record, as you know, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, he was mm-hmm. overturned by the Supreme Court nine to nothing in the McDonald case. He got a hung jury in his prosecution of former Senator John Edwards. Um, you know, he, he's not exactly got a, got a good record. So he doesn't want to risk another professional humiliation and the very slim chance that a D.C. jury would throw out even one of the charges against Donald Trump. But this is going to be a huge battle. We already see the back and forth on just the protective motion. So there's going to be a, a, a lot of back and forth. And, of course, as I expect, and we've talked about a superseding indictment, which means more charges, adding more defendants to this initial indictment. Good grief. Okay, Julie, uh, quickly, because I've only got a couple minutes left. I'm sorry I went long with you, but the New York stuff. Alvin Bragg, he's no joke. He's a Soros-committed communist. Donald Trump's being charged there with felonies. What do we think about that? Is that going to trial? I don't know. I keep hearing different things that maybe the case will be dropped or there's some sort of delay. I believe, unfortunately, I can't cover that as closely as the other cases. But I think the last I saw, there was going to be some sort of delay. But there could be behind the scenes back and forth. We saw this a little bit with the pending indictment coming out of Fulton County, Danny Willis against Donald Trump. Um, I don't necessarily think that Jack Smith wants to share the spotlight with Alvin Bragg or Fannie Willis. He wants all of the attention on his two cases against Trump for classified documents and January 6th. So who knows what's going on behind the scenes uh, related to those other cases. Um, but uh, I, I haven't really followed the status of Alvin Bragg's prosecution, unfortunately. Okay, finally, this this Georgia deal. I'm hearing that there's another indictment, some kind of freaking RICO law, like he's a mob boss coming in Atlanta. Do I have that right? Yes, I believe that you do, that Fannie Willis, and she's been conducting this investigation for, I believe, over a year, rounding up Georgia officials. And it looks like it will be a conspiracy, a racketeering charge, meaning that Donald Trump and some of his associates, to your point, are like, you know, Tony Soprano. Mm. 
and his in his little ball, his his mafiosos trying to shake down what Brad Raffensperger for sixteen thousand votes. Uh, you know, this is it's conspiracy to I believe commit election fraud, which is so ironic, Jesse, isn't it? Given all the election fraud in twenty twenty, the one guy who would ultimately be charged for an election fraud crime could be Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> Julie Kelly, you are the best. I'll let you go with that one. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes tonight. Thanks, Jesse. Have a great night. Me too. Dang, on, man. Ugh, this, uh, Rico. Like, like she said, like he's Tony Soprano. What a mess. All right, there. You're updated on that. We got other things to talk about. We're moving on. Do some emails. Do all kinds of stuff tonight. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, remember, you don't ever want to be a low-T weenie. You don't. You want to make sure your T levels remain high. Do you want to end up sounding like the GOP? Do you want to end up doing that? Well, that's not who we are. You know, if your T levels drop low enough, you automatically just walk around saying, that's not who we are. That's not who we are. You don't want to do that. So get on a male vitality stack from Chuck. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. You're going to feel superhuman and you're... Your mind works so much better. You're so much more energized and focused. Testosterone is not an option, and it's not just for young bucks. No matter your age, whether you're 20 or 90, you need it. Get on a male vitality stack. Ladies, female vitality stack for you, all right? And save some money. 35% off subscriptions, pretty freaking good. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, reminding you you can email the show whatever you want, your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions. All those are available to be emailed at jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I guess available to be emailed. That's probably not a right thing to say. That doesn't make any sense. You're right, Chris. Potato, tomato. What difference does it make? Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I am super excited. <laughs> you know why I'm excited? Because Joe Biden had a sit-down interview. And let's just say this one went Pretty much the same way all of them went. There's a lot of good that's going to come from the sacrifices of dealing with taking on the climate crisis. Look, I have a bunch of sound bites I'm going to get to, but we're just going to focus on that one real briefly here. Did you hear what he said? I'm going to play it for you again. It's only like four seconds long. Did you hear what's coming for you? There's a lot of good that's going to come from the sacrifices of dealing with taking on the climate crisis. Sacrifices. The sacrifices you're going to have to make because the system has already decided that climate change is real and man-made and it's a problem. The system has already decided that this problem has to be addressed and the system has already decided that whatever those sacrifices are that you're going to have to make, they're worth it because the problem they invented has to be solved. Now, Joe Biden's easy to dismiss. Why? Because he's 150 years old and pooped his pants in front of the Pope. And so we automatically think we can just dismiss the doddering old fool. But if it was just Joe Biden, then we could dismiss it. It's not. This belief that man is changing the climate, I will say, as I've said before, 
It is the most genocidal belief system in the history of mankind. Once you have decided that man, the carbon in man, the carbon man breathes out, once you have decided that that is evil and is going to destroy the planet and you have to stop it, you have actually declared war on humanity. It is the ultimate communist thing because it's the ultimate in anti-humanism. You've declared war on humanity. I I just think I might repeat that for the next three hours. They've declared war on humanity. They've declared war on humanity. They've declared war on humanity. They're not flowery, gentle hippies who just want you to drive an electric car. A lot of good is going to come from the sacrifices of dealing with taking on the climate crisis. Have you ever eaten somebody? You ever thought about it? What about eating a family member? I want you to imagine sitting around your home and drawing straws. You ever do that? Draw straws? See who gets the short straw? Maybe it's movie night in your house and you say, hey, let's draw straws. Whoever gets the short straw gets to pick the movie. Only you will sit around the house and you will draw straws and the person who gets the shortest straw gets his throat cut by dad and you have to chop him up and eat him. Now, maybe that sounds horrific, and maybe you just think I'm being over the top for radio. I would encourage you to go read about the Holodomor. I want you to go read about what happens when governments focus on wiping out the food supply of large quantities of people. That horrific story I just told you wasn't great fodder for radio. It's how people had their lives ended families in ukraine sitting around drawing straws to see which one of the kids gets eaten so the rest of the family can actually survive that's not pie in the sky horror movie stuff that's the reality of communism and that is the end result of this a lot of good that's going to come from the sacrifices of dealing with taking on the climate crisis those sacrifices he's talking about are you eating your child Those sacrifices he's talking about are more economic disasters and food dislocation than you can possibly fathom. Then just be glad you don't live in Africa, with all due respect to the people who do live in Africa and download the show. I appreciate you. But the Africans, they're just going to wipe out the entire continent. They're just going to starve all of them to death. These nations that need all these net food imports... They're already struggling because of Russia and Ukraine going to war. What do you think they're going to do when the elites of the world continue to eliminate farms, eliminate fuel? When the elites of the world declare war on oil and gas, oil and gas power mankind. They power mankind, and yet the president of the United States of America speaks like this. Let's talk Gen Z, because they're going to play a big role in the next presidential election. And many of them are angry about the 7,000 oil and gas permits you approved since you've been in office. You promised uh, no new drilling on federal land or offshore. Can you tell Gen Z that you haven't broken your promise? Yes, because the courts overruled me. The courts said I couldn't do it. I want to stop all drilling on the East Coast and the West Coast. And I wanted to stop all drilling. That's not a political statement. That's not Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Nationalist, whatever you call yourself. That's anti-humanity. If you believe man is poison, if you believe oil and gas are poison, 
and you believe man should be reduced and oil and gas should be reduced, you're a genocidal monster. You're not a naive hippie. You're a genocidal monster who's going to kill more people than you or I can possibly fathom. I mentioned the Holodomor with families eating each other. If you'd like to read up on the Holodomor, there are many great books available. One that I love, I will warn you, it's a very heavy read, is Bloodlands. I need to make sure I repeat that again 8,000 times because everyone asks me, even though I repeat it. The book is Bloodlands. Bloodlands. Bloodlands is the book. Anyway, if you'd like to read up on what happens when a few million people die, that was the Holodomor, I'd encourage you to read Bloodlands. And as you read that, I want you to understand that's the junior varsity version of what will happen if these people get their way when it comes to oil and gas and climate change and humanity. When you read about families eating each other, laying around dying, that was the pregame for what Bill Gates will do, for what Joe Biden will do, for what Klaus Schwab will do. That was the pregame. The big dance is yet to come if these people are not stopped. I'm not quite done on this. We'll finish up my thoughts on this and go over the bribery stuff and all kinds of other stuff on the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's first give the tunnel to Towers, though. We all have to give. No, I don't mean like right now. You can give right now, but we all have to give back something. It's it's just part of our requirement. We can't just be complainers. I don't like this. I don't like that. We have to be doers. We have to be builders. I love Tunnel to Towers because they are proactive about the command we have been given to care for widows and orphans. It has always been the most heartbreaking thing to me that dad, the cop, takes off one night and kisses his wife and two babies goodbye and gets ambushed by some piece of trash and never comes home again. And that family is just devastated and uncertain and scared. And Tunnel to Towers can't fix all that. But you know what they can do? They they can pay off the mortgage and ease the financial burden. Do you think that helps widows and orphans? It's everything to them. And when you give to Tunnel to Towers, it goes right where they tell you it's going to go. Go to T2T.org. T, the number 2, T.org. 11 bucks a month is what they ask for. That's it. 11 bucks. T2T.org. Go now. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.